last week I was looking out into the pew and I only could see like these face masks. I'm like, man, it didn't dawn on me that how much of somebody's smile actually relates to me what's going on in their mind because I'm looking at them like, man, they are not receiving this at all. Man, this is weird. Uh, and then I realized like later on that I was like, oh, they were wearing masks. They just looked like that because I only could see. So, anyway. Uh, we've been on a uh, journey uh, online uh, speaking about being spiritually strong and uh, how the Bible gives us a pretty much step-by-step basis in uh, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5. Let's go to it real quick if you've got your Bibles uh, because this is what we've been preaching out of. Uh, I noticed a lot when you come into Christianity, a lot of times you get sidetracked or you don't know what direction to go in life. So Peter has kind of broke this down in a sense to where we're heading somewhere. We're on our way to growing spiritually strong. This is uh, spiritually strong part three uh, and knowledge is the subject. So, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 5, and it says, But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith. So we are building something on top of faith. Are you all with me? So we are building something on top of faith. And this says, add to your faith, virtue. Uh, we went over a lot of this stuff online, and um, just a quick... You know, virtue is like moral excellence. It's uh, your your set of principles that you live by, right? And then courage and, uh, you know, these things are virtues, right? You all with me? Okay. Praise God. This mask thing again. Uh, so, and then it says, add to your virtue knowledge. Uh, and I'm going to keep reading so you understand that knowledge is not the end-all, say-all. And to knowledge, self-control... And to self-control, perseverance. And perseverance, uh, perseverance, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, agape love. And he sets these things before us so that we can understand the race and the, the walk and the growth and how to grow strong in spiritual things. I'm going to tell you, knowledge can be extremely deceptive. I know in my the beginning of my Christian years, dude, I could quote this Bible front to back. And I received the knowledge, right? And I had the knowledge, right? And I feel like it's really an unjust thing to teach you about knowledge but not explain the other facets of communication or, or understanding, wisdom. I really feel like they're all really tied together. Uh, when it says add to your faith knowledge, you must understand knowledge is powerful. I know you've heard that statement, right? But it's really only powerful if it's accompanied with wisdom and understanding. Does that make sense to you? And I'm going to explain a little bit deeper. Uh, knowledge by itself is almost vanity. And you can chase knowledge all day long and be running in circles. As a matter of fact, there's so much knowledge, especially in this age, that you could fill up your mind and heart with so much knowledge that's absolutely irrelevant uh, and be just as lost as when uh, you started. 
Are y'all with me? Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Uh, so, short, simple definitions. Um, knowledge is to know. Let's, let's check this out real quick. Biblical knowledge is more than just acquiring information. The Greek word gnosis is to have a personal knowing and an intimate knowledge. So, really the word knowledge is to know something personally. We, we go online and we look something up and we uh, take in all the facts and we think, well, I know this now, right? But really, we don't know anything. You know, it, it's, a, it's a, a, an intimate knowing. Uh, and this is knowledge. And, and we're getting somewhere with this. Uh, you know, Daniel says in the last days that knowledge will increase. And I, I think that's very interesting. We live in a time right now where knowledge seems to be at the tip of your fingers, right? Uh, and I ain't going to lie. I use the computer and, and my phone to Google and study and search, and it's become a helpful thing, right? But how many knows you can get on a rabbit trail and just study and study and study, and it gets you nowhere, and it's almost it leaves a bitterness in your spirit. And this, this time, man, you can just get so lost in information, Right? But I'm going to show you a, uh, an excellent thing in the Word of God. So it says, add to your faith virtue and to virtual, virtue knowledge. Uh, I think it's interesting that, that faith uh, is the, the beginning cornerstone, you know, because you can add knowledge all day long. But without moral excellence and faith, that knowledge is, is not a good uh, thing. I mean, it's not good for you. Let's say, uh, let's say like this. You can know everything in the world and still be a fool. Man, is that not crazy to you? You can know everything in this world and still be a fool. See, what knowledge does, though, you know, the Bible says my people perish for a lack of knowledge. And I'm going to tell you it's knowledge of his commandments. That's what follows that. But let me tell you this. My people perish for a lack of of knowledge. Having right knowledge or a knowledge of something gives you the power to choose. Right? Before that, you're just ignorant, right? Y'all with me? Uh, and I don't want to get so deep because I'm telling you, we could have went down so many rabbit holes and I'm trying to just not do that. Um, so sweet, simple to the point and uh, impactful is my, my goal when I get up here and preach and I'm working on that. You know, I really am. So knowledge gives you the power to choose, right? If you don't have knowledge, you don't have choice, right? The knowledge is the ability to be able to choose, right? Um, but I want to explain that knowledge, you can have knowledge and not have wisdom and understanding. But you can't have understanding and wisdom without knowledge. I'm going to say that again. You can have knowledge, all of it in the world, all of it you want. So it is a building block for where you're going. But let's, let's hold tight. But you can't have understanding and wisdom without knowledge, right? Does that make sense? All right. Um, Proverbs 
chapter 4, verse 3 through 9. I feel uh, it necessary to uh, kind of get into the scriptures concerning wisdom. And let me tell you something. The whole book of Proverbs is wisdom, right? So there is a lot of subject matter to deal with. Uh, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 3. It's funny to to grow in knowledge um, because knowledge puffs up. And this is an interesting thing about knowledge. It's like we need it to move forward, but at the same time, it puffs up and can become your destruction. Does that make sense? See, knowledge says, knowledge says, I know, right? Wisdom says, I know nothing as I ought to know. Are y'all with me? Uh, I ain't even. Are y'all there already? Sorry. Uh, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 3. Should have had my pages marked out. Y'all bear with me. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 3. The book right after Psalms. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 3. Uh, uh, no, it's okay. All right. I'm there. Y'all with me? Work with me. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 3. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender and the only one in the, uh, in the sight of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, let your heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, her as in wisdom, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and in all your getting, Get understanding. Exalt her and she will promote you. She will bring you honor. When you embrace her, she will place on your head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory she will deliver to you. Proverbs chapter 9 verse 10. And there's just so many things on this, uh, on wisdom and Understanding and on knowledge uh, that we just couldn't get to them all in one sitting. Proverbs chapter 9, verse 10. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Somebody say the beginning. So wisdom is not really started when you gain knowledge. That's not it at all. You can have knowledge all day long. Wisdom, the beginning of wisdom, is the fear of the Lord. Right? And the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. So that's not just any knowledge. Knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me your days will be multiplied, and years of life will be added to you. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. 
yourself, and if you scoff, you will bear it alone. But the beginning of wisdom is to fear the Lord. And I found that so true in life that, you know, in the beginning, I've always wanted knowledge. I always wanted to obtain knowledge, and I've always wanted to grow and have knowledge and know the answers to everything, right? But how many know some questions are not derived from the what? Some are from the how, right? Some questions are not just what, right? Some questions are how. Some questions are why, right? Are y'all with me? And let me explain something. In a small sense, knowledge is the what. Y'all with me? Wisdom is the how. Understanding is the why. Are y'all with me? I'm going to repeat it. Knowledge is the what. Wisdom is the how. Understanding is the why. And to break it down, like, we'll we'll relate this to to building a house. Are y'all with me? Because I do a little bit of construction. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. God has endowed me with a little bit of knowledge. uh, And now I've performed that knowledge. And I know what I'm doing a little bit sometimes. Sometimes I just jump in and pray. You know what I'm saying? But, so... The what, the knowledge, would be having the knowledge, uh, let's say the blueprints, right? You can have the blueprints to build a house and not be able to build a house. Are y'all with me? The knowledge of, uh, 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 let's say, a tape measure and the knowledge of a saw. Like, we can have the knowledge. I, I can have that knowledge, right? But that doesn't mean I know how to build a house, Right? But I did learn once I had that knowledge, how many know that's going to be helpful when it goes to building a house? See, because when I know it intimately, when I know the saw, I know how to make cuts, I know how to make measurements, that's a building block for me to understand how to build, right? I'm going to need to know that, right? So the wisdom is the how, right? It's how to apply the knowledge to make it work, right? Uh, And I'm just trying to give you an example. This is not the end-all, say-all. I'm just trying to give you something to look at. This is not the depths of wisdom. I'm about to bring you, uh, and we're going to take the express lane to wisdom and understanding. But I'm trying to give you the depths and and trying to explain it the best way I can. Uh, So the, the understanding would be why. So, okay. Number one, you take the knowledge of what you know. If you don't never do anything with the knowledge, guess what? That knowledge is worthless, right? Are y'all with me? It's when you learn how to apply that knowledge to your life that it becomes of value. Other than that, you're just spouting words. I mean, you, you can learn directly from whoever and not apply it to your life, and it's worthless. It doesn't mean anything, right? But it's when knowledge is accompanied with wisdom and understanding that you apply it to your life, and it starts working for you. Have you ever heard the saying, make life work for you? Don't work for life, but make life work for you? This is wisdom. Being able to take everything you've learned and apply it to your life for that smooth operation. Are you all with me? 
ain't got no amens. I ain't got no, I'm with you. Where's Christy at? She's my, I'm with you. I, uh, Christy, we're looking for you. We love you, sister. Um, so just kind of remember the knowledge is what? The wisdom is how. So I know how to build a house, and I can use that and, and build a house. And uh, the why is the understanding of things. So in other words, there's a lot of times in life we don't know why. But I found that when you, when you gain wisdom and you gain knowledge, you begin to understand as well. You get understanding, right? And sometimes understanding and, and, and wisdom are, uh, they're the same. They're, they're the same and then they're also necessary for one each other. You almost can't have wisdom without understanding and understanding without wisdom. So I don't know which one comes first, but I know knowledge is necessary for both of them, y'all. Are y'all with me? Is this too much information? Right, praise God. Uh, but I want to get to the to the bare nuts and bolts of what we're talking about. Because we need to grow as a people to become more than just people who spout something out of our mouth all the time. Sometimes you need to understand why you're saying something or uh, how that's affecting your environment, right? Because there's a lot of stuff I know that I don't stand up here and say, right? You know, a fool would just spout off anything that's said. I'm not saying I'm wise. But I'm telling you, as I grew older, I learned to understand that this does not impart grace to people. What I'm saying is not going to build them up. So there's some things I know I just keep to myself, right? And that's practical wisdom. But there's also a divine wisdom. Are you all with me? How many knows this divine wisdom, this divine knowledge, and this divine understanding is what we need? Uh, and, and it's hard to understand in the flesh that there's a divine wisdom. And part of that divine wisdom, that divine knowledge, and that uh, divine understanding Oh, see, I don't forgot it. Um, but part of that, that, that wisdom, knowledge, and understanding is understanding the principles and laws of God. Understanding the principles and laws of the Spirit. Are y'all, are y'all with me? Because when you understand those principles and laws of God, which are found right here, you can understand how this world operates in a sense. There's a lot of that divine wisdom. But, see, we can go obtaining it and, and filling up with knowledge. But I'm going to teach you something. Watch this. I want you to go with me to Exodus chapter 31, verse 1. And this is the short version of my message. And I'm sure y'all will thank me for that later. Uh, because I'm trying to think of what's going to stick when I preach. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a feeling a lot of times when I speak, most of it doesn't even get received. So I'm trying not to chase the wind and just spout out a bunch of stuff. Um, Exodus chapter 31. And this is during the time of building the tabernacle. Right? And Moses is spoken to the Lord, uh, spoken of by the Lord. He says, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, I see, or see, I have called by name Bezalel. Sounds like the devil. The son of Uriah, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Here's the, here's the express line. Watch this. And I have 
filled him with the Spirit of God. In wisdom, in understanding, in knowledge, and in all manner of workmanship. To design artistic works. To work in gold, to work in silver and bronze, in the cutting of jewels, for setting jewels, in the carving of wood, and to work in all manner of workmanship. I wanted you to come here because I want you to realize, just like Solomon, y'all know what I'm talking about?
of it is a vain, vain pursuit. And I, I have you ever met people that just know everything? I'm one of those, or I used to be one of those people. I try not to be that guy, right? Because I've learned that, you know, that guy, nobody likes that guy, right? I mean, look, when a lot of people come to you, uh, a lot of times they don't really care what you know. They don't care how much you know until they know how much you care, right? So a lot of things are found in discernment. A lot of things, you could be the greatest counselor in the world and never say a word. Because a lot of times people come because they need somebody to talk to. They don't need information. Are you with me? So I, I'm just I'm throwing this stuff out there so you understand, man. There, there's something about knowledge. There's something about wisdom. There's something about understanding that we all desire and want. Uh, because with knowledge... You can accomplish a lot of things if it's accompanied with wisdom and understanding. But I'm going to tell you how to get it according to the Word of God. Uh, Colossians chapter 2. Well, number one, the Bible also says anyone who lacks wisdom, ask God. Ask your Father in heaven who gives liberally to all His children. Right? We'll go there in a minute. Uh, Colossians chapter 2. I hope you are picking something up from this. It doesn't just sound like a bunch of rambling words because there really is some uh, legit understanding in what I'm telling you right now. Uh, And I do want to read something that I read last night and it was very impactful for me to understand. Colossians chapter 2. For I want you to know what a great conflict, and this is Paul talking to the church of Colossus or whatnot, I have for you and those in Laodicea. And for as many as have not seen my flesh, or my face in the flesh, that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love and attaining to all riches of the full assurance of understanding, obtaining to all riches, to the full assurance of understanding, to the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ. Y'all ready for this? In whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I'm going to read it one more time. Being knit together in love, Attaining and attaining to all the riches of the fullness of assurance of understanding. To the knowledge of the mystery of God, both of the Father and of Christ. So he's, he's pointing you to the Father. He's pointing you to Christ. And he's saying, in whom are hidden 
all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Now I say this, lest anyone should deceive you with persuasive words. For though I am absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the Spirit, rejoicing to see your good order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him. So walk in Him, rooted and built up in Him. Are y'all with me? Are y'all following with me? And established in the faith as you have been taught, abounding in it with thanksgiving. Uh, Ephesians chapter 3, real quick. Sorry. It is uh, chapter 3, verse 14. For this reason I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family of heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might. Somebody said be strengthened with might. Through his spirit in the inner man. Endowment. Y'all ready? Through his spirit in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height. So it's like all angles of this thing. You know, the, the width, the length, the depth, the height, all the measurements to understand, to, to get the full measure of everything. Y'all ready? To know the love of Christ. To know intimately. To know the love of Christ. Which passes knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. never seek knowledge for their own sake. They know how to talk. They speak the truth in love. They know how to act. They pursue justice and evade evil. Perceptive people balance their words and actions. They say and do right things at the right time for the right reasons. That's good. Look, I'm going to say it again. They say and do the right things at the right time and for the right reasons. The discerning person soon realizes that biblical wisdom is more about practice than philosophy. Wise people live skillfully. They apply heavenly counsel to earthly conduct. Are y'all with me? Wisdom is the ability to judge correctly and to follow the best course of action based on knowledge and understanding. I'm going to read that again. Wisdom is the ability to judge correctly and to follow the best course of action based on knowledge and understanding. Wisdom is the ability to see something from God's viewpoint. Somebody says that's totally different than knowledge. Wisdom is the ability to see something from God's viewpoint. Wisdom is God's character. 
in the many practical affairs of life. Beautiful. Wisdom is the knowledge and the ability to make the right choices at the opportune time. How many knows uh, that saying and doing the right thing in the wrong time can still be wrong? Uh, there's a lot to go into on that, but I'm not. In other words, you can have the instruction manual, but how to say and when to say plays a very, very big key, right? So knowing what to say at the right time is a very big uh, understanding. But uh, wisdom is the knowledge and the ability to make the right choices at the opportune time. The consistency of making the right choice is an, is an indication of one's spiritual maturity. Now, what I was telling you about Second Peter, verse chapter one, verse five, is labeled the uh, spiritual growth in my Bible. So we are growing mature in the things of God, right? And as you grow, you learn to learn with with patience and not just speak. What does the Bible say about wisdom? I couldn't repeat it, man. See, I'm telling you, I'm starting to forget every scripture in the world. Uh, when I was younger, I just spouted off, right? Uh, but I've gained a lot more understanding now that I'm older versus when I was younger, and that was my issue. I had a lot of knowledge, but not a lot of wisdom and understanding. So now when I go through the scriptures, I've actually experienced a lot of those things in my life, and it's a different thing to experience it in your life. Then you can know it and even recognize it in other people's lives. Y'all, are y'all with me on that? Um, by wisdom a house is built, and by understanding a house is established. You know, when you when you think about building a house, this is synonymous with building the kingdom of God over and over and over again. There's two main, uh, I guess you would say, faults that you come across during the time of the end when it comes to building the kingdom of God. It, it's seed and it's growing, right? It's seed and growing. And the other is building, like a builder who builds a house. God says that, or Jesus says, you know, he who builds his house on the rock is wise, right? Because when the wind comes, the rain comes, that house is going to stand, right? So, one who is wise will build his house on the rock. You can have the knowledge to build the house, right? But if you build it on the sand, it's on the rock. There's a lot of things uh, that's related to Paul says, I was a wise master builder for the grace that God had given to me. Right? And we're all still the work on which Paul was building. Are y'all with me? We're just still building on what he was building. Are y'all with me? But I, I want to I want to finish with uh, James. And I hope I haven't bored you to death. Preaching today, James chapter 4. 
Or no, not chapter four. I'll get I'll get there. Man, it is hot in here. Did y'all turn the heat on or is it me? I'm emitting these fumes over here. Yeah, no, I don't think that's me. I feel like uh, it's something else. It's, it's outside of me, and it's coming to me, and it's making me uncomfortable. Um, yeah, I guess so. All right, listen. Uh, James chapter 3, verse 13, and we're going to get out of here because we're past our little 30 minutes, 35 minutes. I'm trying to, trying to help you all out, man, get you all something short and sweet. Y'all are very glad Christy ain't in here. She should be telling me to preach three hours. My brethren, let let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall. Oh, excuse me. It's verse thirteen. Who is wise and understanding among you? He didn't say who had all the knowledge in the world, right? He said, "Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that his works are done in." The meekness of wisdom. But if you are bitter, envy, and self-seeking, but if there is, if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your hearts, do not boast and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist, confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure. This is very um, awesome things to understand right here. Number one, it says this wisdom does not descend from above that is self-seeking. Are y'all with me? This does not come from God, he says, but is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where there is envy and self-seeking, confusion and every evil thing are there. So where there's envy and self-seeking, now, and this is this is what we need to understand to grow grow here, to grow everywhere. Where there is self-seeking, envy, jealousy, bitterness. According to James, he's saying this is earthly, sensual, and demonic. For where envy and self-seeking exist. Confusion and every evil thing are there. But the wisdom that is from above, somebody say wisdom, that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. So, I'm going to end this message, but what I want you to understand is there is a wisdom that's from above. Are you all with me? Uh, And Christ is uh, this wisdom. If you follow the life of Christ and how he lived, he was the exact expression of how humans should conduct themselves in the earth. Are you all with me? Uh, And in Christ and in the Father is wrapped up these hidden treasures of wisdom. But the wisdom that is from above is pure. Its motives are pure. It's peaceable. It's gentle. 
It's yielding, it's able to yield and bear with one another, right? This is wisdom that's from above. But where they're self-seeking, uh, so this is two forms of what's going on. Are y'all with me? And we have to examine ourselves continually in these matters because the heart is deceitful, right? Uh, and to meditate on being wise is to meditate on the things of God and apply your knowledge to your life to walk out the things of God. So we need to be seeking to be like God, peaceable, gentle, wise, and understanding, not self-seeking. You know, and that, that's the thing about leadership. We are uh, entrusted to put everybody else's situations above our own. This is leadership, like Christ. He went low and built up. Are y'all with me? Um, so I hope that, that that message helps you a little bit to kind of have those three facets of understanding when it comes to knowledge and wisdom and understanding. Um, there's a lot of things to learn in this world, but I'm going to tell you the most valuable is Christ. When you learn Christ, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and the rest will be added unto you. Let me tell you something. I didn't know what that scripture meant, but I know now. I, I could quote that scripture, but I get it now. Are y'all with me? Alright, well I love y'all and praise God. We're going to keep trucking along. Next week will be about self-control. I hope it's uh, good word, good knowledge, good good wisdom. And I hope that we can apply this word to our life, you know, and learn to live by it. Praise God.